0: Post game, Brent Gunning here Gord Stellick not alongside me El Gordo getting a much deserved night off you know much like Austin Matthews we need our star players ready for the playoffs and that's exactly why Gordo has a night off tonight he'll be back tomorrow but for now it is me Brent Gunning here with you walking you through unfortunately what was a 3-2 Leafs loss to the Panthers going to overtime and why wouldn't it Man, the Cats, they love comebacks, and they love playing games in overtime. Uh, Only one NHL team, and that's the Ducks, have played more overtime games uh, than the Panthers have this season. Uh, Panthers now up to 22 on the year. Uh, The Ducks, they've played 23 of those games. So I think, you know, first things first, what does that tell us about the Panthers, okay? No one's sitting here saying... They're a fake President's Trophy team, or they're not really uh Ooh, here's a dirty word from the Canadian division last year. Or they're not really a juggernaut. No, no. The Panthers are a good team. But when you play the amount of overtime games that they do, when you have the amount of comebacks that they do, one, it means you're very good at overtime. Two, it means you have the firepower to come back. But why do you need to come back all the time? Why? Well, it's because you dig yourself a hole. And... I think we all know here that that is no way to build a uh, conducive winning hockey team. Now, I'm not pouring dirt on, on the Panthers. They're going to have a much easier first-round opponent than the Leafs will, and that's because the Panthers have done what they've done during the regular season. They're going to finish at the top spot I- in the conference. You know, looking looking at tonight's game, I think I think we have to start with just... Thank God, Austin Matthews is back in the lineup. Now, we were all understanding of, okay, you want to have your rest. And you definitely get that when the rest started on the back half of a back-to-back last Sunday. You say, okay, that's fine. You you want to take it easy. Then he's off for the Philly game. Uh, okay, a little more precaution. We, we can deal with that. Then he misses the Tampa game, and I'll be honest, the alarm bells are starting a full-on ring in my head. Flashing, warning, warning, what is happening here? So I was so happy to see him back in the lineup tonight tonight. And honestly, I was just happy to see him looking the way he did. Really physically engaged, dangerous, dangerous player. He had six shots like halfway through the second period. Let me see what he what he finishes up with the night. Only got one more look uh the rest of the way, finishing with seven shots on goal. Uh that's still a team high. Uh, despite having just just one in basically the the third period and overtime of that game. But man, it's a night like tonight that Even though he doesn't have the three or four, wow, flash, popping plays, he's held off the score sheet entirely. But it just shows you how special he is. Never, ever, ever, ever take this guy for granted. And I'm saying this while watching a really talented Leafs team without him going, man, is this what it was like watching hockey before Austin Matthews came here and kind of became his, his fully realized final form here? Because... This guy is a special player, and you can't ever, ever take it for granted. You know, you look at how physical he is tonight. They were they were doing a big point of highlighting the reverse hit in the first period, but it's not just that. It's not just that for me. It's not just the, oh, you know, he has the reverse hit and he's comfortable being physical. What it honestly was for me was just him just living in front of the net in the goal mouth area, in the blue paint, eating cross checks, eating hacks still getting sticks to pucks, still tipping pucks. That's the kind of player he has to be. He is going to have his his wow moments where the shot, he just lets it eat, or he's left all alone and it's good night before he even, even thinks about releasing the puck. That is absolutely going to happen for Matthews. But how you get to 58 goals now, still not 60 on the year, is being in those greasy areas and not just being there, but thriving in them. And the fact that the best player... Uh, on this team, if not the planet, is comfortable doing that. I think it just bodes really, really well for, for the Leafs. You know, something that, that doesn't bode well for them. And, you know, I don't have Gord here to make fun of me for this tonight, saying that, you know, Michael Bunting is the the savior of the Toronto Maple Leafs. And may, maybe I over-exaggerated that at the start of the year. But this guy has been a really, really important cog. And, you know, I think it just kind of highlights it tonight when you see him leave the game as early as he does now you know we don't know what that injury is you hope it's nothing serious uh i would gladly sign him up for the austin matthews uh rest rest program right now if it means he's ready to go for game 83 when the playoffs finally get started but the thing i keep going back to with him in the top six is you know he's not the most important player in the top six of course he's not of course, Matthews is more important, and Marner's more important, and Tavares is more important, and if Nylander's up there, he's more important. But I don't know who you put in that spot. Now, tonight, Keefe went to a lot of Nylander in that spot. Now, one, it's a tight game. One, you think you're going to have to score to you know keep up with the Panthers the way they like to play. So I don't knock it there. But we've seen this team in the past when they go to the loaded up top line, and I love it in spells. I love it off the back of a penalty kill, or I love it late in a period. But we saw the Leafs load things up at times with Nylander and Marner and Matthews together. And I'm not just talking about the Montreal series, but you even go back to Columbus. And that's all well and good if you put them together and they produce. And they have looks tonight. And on another night where maybe it's a different guy in net, because, man, Bobrovsky looking like a scary goalie for the second two periods of that game and into overtime. But if it doesn't produce, then you're sitting there going, okay, you have a Tavares line that has been a second line for this team this year. It's been a good one. John Tavares is still going to be a point-per-game player. You like what you get out of of Ilya Mikheyev and, and Kerfoot in those spots. But... If that Matthews line doesn't produce once you've loaded up Nylander, I don't think you can expect any offense out of a camp group if Nylander isn't there. You might get some, but you can't expect it. And we know you can't expect it out of that that fourth line, even if Jason Spezza is a part of it. So that's why the bunting injury, and again, who knows what it is? It's entirely possible he's back. Tomorrow when when the Leafs are, are back at it on the road in Washington and we'll have that game for you right here on Sportsnet Five Ninety the fans starting with you know starting with our pregame that gets going at six and Gord will be back for that. But but right now it's just about what do you do in that spot if it can't be bunting? Okay, let's 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 workshop here. Let's brainstorm some theories. Does Elia Mikhaev fit in that spot? I love everything you've got out of Ilya of this year. I loved him dropping the mitts and looking completely unafraid to do so tonight. Of course, you love the production you've gotten out of him, but he is still not really a guy who uses his line mates. Yes, he uses them in, in very obvious ways, but even Gordon and I were laughing that he didn't look for Marner when Marner had a breakaway to an empty net a couple of games ago. Not a guy who you look at to, you know, help out a guy like like Matthews and Marner, and not that they need it, but he doesn't fill that role that Bunting does. Okay, maybe Pierre Engvall is that guy, and I actually think of all of them, he's probably the best bet for the guy to be doing that. I think he has proven he can be big. He proves he can use his body. He had that great play late in the game last night that, I mean, if he would have got stripped at the blue line when he tries to toe-drag a Panther at his own blue line, you know, we've all been screaming at him, but he did it. And then he goes down and skates it in one on five and allows the Leafs to to make a big change at a big moment. So, you know, maybe Engvall is that guy. But, you know, then you're taking away from the identity that you've really liked in the bottom part of that team. And look, you need to put whoever you think allows that top line to be its best version of itself up there. So if it's Engvall, so be it. But all of a sudden, if you have Pierre Engvall on the top line with Matthews and Marner, And then you have Ilya Mikheyev with John Tavares and Alex Kerfoot on your your second line. Who's playing with David Kampf? Okay, you can say William Nylander, and that's fine. That's good. But we think Nylander works when he is the third defensive conscious on that line. So who gets the bump? Is it Blackwell? Now, maybe, maybe Blackwell is a guy who gets a look up top with the Matthews line if bunting is out for a period of time. We've know they've gone there when they really shook things up. When Matthews was out earlier this year, I could potentially see a guy like him getting a sniff. Now you weren't going to do that tonight. I think just because of the way this game was going and the team you're playing in Florida, that that's deep, deep water for, for Mackenzie Blackwell to kind of find himself in, you know, all, all at one point in time there. So, I think that your best option is Engvall. I think the guy who in all likelihood might get the first look is Blackwell. But I think most importantly, it's probably hammer Home. We don't know anything about this injury to Michael Bunting other than he wasn't returning tonight. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the Leafs get some good news there. And let's be honest, uh, good news for the Leafs is good news for, for, for all of us out there. Uh, again, Brent Gunning here, solo, dolo, Leafs Nation post game tonight. Leafs falling three-two uh, in overtime to the Florida Panthers. Uh, we do have uh, we we do have a little bit of postgame audio here, so let's uh, let's hear from uh, Austin Matthews. I was just talking about him. Let's hear from the Leafs center right now.
1: Austin,
2: how did you feel and have it You know, it didn't feel too bad. I thought uh, you know created a lot. I thought we had a lot of really good looks, um, and maybe we just. Uh, you know, the bounces just didn't kind of go our way tonight, but I thought, uh, you know, and all, um, it felt pretty solid. I mean, it's it's a game of interest out there, obviously. That's a really good team on the other end, and uh, you know that they're never going to go away. So. Um you know, really tight game. I thought we did a lot of good things, obviously, but, um, you know, definitely would have liked to uh, see us get that extra point. How do
1: you feel about the team's response in general to what
2: happened on Thursday night? I mean, much better effort. I thought we were uh, a lot more competitive, um, you know, physical. I just thought uh, we had much more of a purpose tonight, and, um, you know, I think it showed. But, uh, like I said, I mean, obviously, you know, dropping the point, uh, you know, you definitely leave here with a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth. But, um, you know, I definitely like our, effort uh, much better than the other night.
1: How do you think your line adjusted after what uh, thing was done?
2: I thought we adjusted well. Obviously, uh, you know, Buntz uh, means a lot to this team, and um, you, know, you hate to see anybody uh, go down. So I thought guys stepped in, um, you know, filled spots, and obviously, um, you know, we're really familiar with Will. I've played with him lots. Mitchy's played with him lots. Um, you know, we were with each other on the power play, so I don't think it's uh, much of a learning curve there. I think we have a pretty good sense of uh, you know how we want to play and where each other uh, or, or each of us are out there. You're um, out there, nice. So um, I thought uh, the team adjusted well. I see, uh, you know, down and forward, I had to mix it up a little bit.
1: Were you, were you able to talk to Michael after the game? I haven't seen him. Your hits with uh, Jack, what have you seen from him since he's come back from the jersey?
2: So it's the same uh, every, every day, every night. I mean, um, he, he cares so much and he, he just wants to get, be in there and, and, and compete. And you know, that's exactly what he's been doing uh, for us lately. He gets a chance to win every night and uh, that's all you can ask for. But obviously, um, no matter what, uh, you know, what's going on or, or, you know, how the last couple of games have been for him, it doesn't matter. He, he comes to the rink every day with the same attitude and, um, you know, he's a competitor out there. And, um, you know, we obviously love playing in front of him.
1: managing the injury, feel like
2: uh, I mean, I, I want to play. Uh, I definitely want to play. So um, you know, I think we'll just kind of manage and, and see how it is tomorrow. But uh, you know, these are important points, um, obviously, for us. But um, I think there's a bit of a happy medium thinking you know, long term as well. But um, we'll see how it is tomorrow. You're in, how
1: uh, would well, you describe the challenge Washington on a back to back? to present to you guys?
2: It's not going to be easy, Um, you know, uh, especially game one a little bit late. It's going to be late night for us, but, um, you know, we just got to go in there and play. Uh, It doesn't matter what what the circumstances are. We got to have the right mindset. And, uh, you know, from the drop of the puck, just got to play hard and, and compete.
0: I'm pretty sure that was my good buddy, Luke Fox, digging in for information there about Michael Bunting. Uh, Look at this time of year, you could be talking to Michael Bunting's doctor. Well, I guess he wouldn't tell you anything, you know, HIPAA rules, privacy, all that stuff. But uh, this time of year, uh, I think you'll be getting it's like, uh, what is it? The old binary system, just ones and zeros can play, can't play. And that's uh, what we'll be dealing with here Uh, again. uh, You know, I don't want to I don't want to overstate it. There are a lot of important forwards on this team. John Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, William Nylander, Ilya Mikheyev. Like, this is not a guy who is among the Leafs' most five, six important forwards. But I really think taking a guy like Bunting out of the mix, this isn't to say you can't answer the questions, but it really, really throws a wrench in, in Keefe's plans. I mean, quite quite honestly, you lose pretty much any other winger outside of Marner or Nylander, and it's an easier flip. And quite honestly if you if you do lose one of Marner or Nylander you just kind of you know double up that guy in the spot so I I think with bunting this is going to be a really interesting you know challenge for Keith here obviously Matthews got got asked there at the end as well about you know will he play tomorrow back to back obviously he's missed a bunch of time uh certainly sounds like a guy who wants to play uh but the team's going to be uh cautious there and I think the good thing going forward is that because he played tonight uh you know dummies like me won't be ringing the panic alarm. Uh, if 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 he is out of the lineup tomorrow, but we don't want him to be out of the lineup tomorrow in part because we have the game right here on Sportsnet 590 the fan pregame. We'll get going at six o'clock as the uh, Leafs wrap up their road trip that is on the road in Washington and they just have a couple more games left uh, Detroit and Boston to finish things up uh, ne- next week. Uh, you know, I talked about the goaltending there talked about Jack Campbell, but I want to talk about the guy. Well, actually, you know what? Let me start with Jack Campbell. This was exactly the type of game you you need out of him. It's a 914 save percentage. He stops 32 with 35 shots, made some really big timely saves when you needed him. And this is a, you know, this is this is not something that is a problem when you're looking at this. So often with the Leafs, you're sitting here saying, Man, oh man, what, what will happen with the goaltending here? I think the way Jack Campbell has played since coming back should remove those questions. Look, this is. This is still a world where you're almost certainly going to end up in a, in a series against Andre Vasilevsky. So, you know, the Leafs are going to have the second-best goalie in that series, but you just can't be the second-best by a wide, wide margin. And, you know, you you'll look at it tonight... This isn't about Jack Campbell. He was more than, you know, fine. He was great. He was, again, you know, 32 or 35 shots. And he looked comfortable in net. He made some big saves and made himself look look big. And I think that the team really can be encouraged by that. Uh, my intrepid producer, our new guy here, Austin Mackey. Now, again, uh, second best Austin that will be mentioned on the show tonight behind Austin Matthews. But my guy, Austin Mackey, he's monitoring Sheldon Keefe, and he lets me know... I'm sorry, guys. Michael Bunting will miss time for sure. So, obviously, that's not the news we want. Now, the good news is is you have a full week, or more than a full week, until the playoffs get started. I believe they start up on May 2nd, so uh, nine days from now uh, for, for Bunting to get healthy with whatever it is uh, that that he got banged up. It was a really kind of awkward-looking play early in the period that he did not return from. So, obviously, that'll be the kind of biggest thing to come out of this game. You know, going forward for for this Leafs team, I think they, are, they needed this bounce-back game tonight. You could not have this limping into the playoffs and feeling like you have a sour taste in your mouth. You could not be doing that. So you really needed this bounce-back tonight. You've got two playoff teams left. You've got one tomorrow against Washington. Then you're going to finish the regular season against Boston. Who knows what, what that game will mean. But you needed to have this bounce-back game tonight. And honestly, it kind of felt like this was the only chance at one. Yes, the Capitals, but were they really going to have that bounce-back game on the back half of a back-to-back tomorrow? Could you, with one game left before the end of the regular season, get yourself right against Boston? I, I don't know that you could have. So, uh, no, you don't pick up that extra point that they talked about tonight, but you, you do get one. And I think, more importantly, you just you can take tonight's game and build on it for for heading into the playoffs in a little more than a week's time. We haven't heard this guy. On Leafs Nation postgame in forever, you could tell it's getaway day because they're talking quickly. Let's hear, including an update on Michael Bunting from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keith.
1: Uh, I so thought we won the first and third periods, especially. I thought they the, they won the second period, not just in the scoring, but you know, but in you know carry play and stuff like that. But first and third period, times of opportunity. Against this team, you know, you gotta, you gotta score nice more than two. It's real tough to win when you only get two against them. We had more than enough looks to have four or five. You don't make them count, and that team hangs around. That's what they've been doing all season. They find ways to win. We did two games in Florida. Based on teams, on anything beyond that, these two games. Oh, we feel good about them. I mean, that's three games against this team and beat us in regulation, you know. Um, and all three, obviously, we could have been on the other side of it. So, you know, uh, we'll take that for what it is. But you know, our guys played really hard today. That's not an easy team to play against. not an easy game to play. It's a lot of pace. We lose a guy, you know, early in the game, so our bench, our bench is taxed. Lines are mixed up, so you know it was a tough lane for our guys that way, especially on forward. But I uh, I thought we we did it more than enough things to to win the game tonight. What do we think status? So. Yeah, I don't know. He's gonna miss some time for sure, but I don't do know how much. How did you feel about Austin's return? He was great. He had some luck, so Obviously, you know, we needed one of those to fall. I'm sure he wanted one to the fall, but I don't know how many shots or attempts he ended up with today. But he was, he was really good. I mean, he was. He played head to head against Barkoff a lot of the night, and I thought for a lot of the night, the, a lot of the night they won that matchup. So it was, it was good to see. What, what did you like about the defensive effort to keep that 2 two regulation? Yeah, I, I just our, our guys were. Plays a lot, filled the middle of the rink a lot, maintain body positioning in, in, in the middle of the ice a lot. You are know, not perfect. You know, it's tough to be perfect against that team. They really stress you. Um, you know, there's really not many shifts off. Like they just keep coming, and, and all three lines, um, you know, have or, you know the three lines that they use mainly come with a lot of pace and skill, speed. But our guys just stuck with it, and you know, at times we were sloppy with the puck. It mainly because of the pressure that they apply. It's tough to tough to execute, especially when you're tired in your shift. But I thought the guys defended well, and when, when we made mistakes, Jack was really good. i will be sorry about Jack's play, a play. I missed the first part How so. encouraged by jack Play. Yeah, he's yeah, really encouraged. Obviously, he, he you know, he looks like he's he's back to playing the way that he was early the season. He's rolling really well. So it's been it's been great to see, obviously. The manager's worked a little bit here this week We you know didn't play him in Tampa and I thought we got rewarded for that today. So how with yeah I thought it was good. Yeah, those yeah, you know, those guys haven't played together a lot other than you know, the odd shift here. And there, but it's probably the most consistently they've played together, so we got to look at, at that tonight. Um, and I thought those guys were good, they 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 hit the puck a lot, just played on their half of the ice a lot. Are you feel encouraged to give Jackie even more rests the last three games? Uh, we'll see. I mean, it's a uh obviously he's not going to play tomorrow night and, and then what we'll see from there. Like we'll talk to Jack and talk to the medical team um, in terms of how he's doing, which really he's been doing very well. Uh, anything that was bugging him before, he seems to be past. but we'll talk about it. You know, it's, it's a balance here now, right? Like, you know, you want to keep Jack rested and most importantly healthy. At the same time, Goalie wants his reps. Wants to touch the puck and be in the net and and all that. So uh, I think we've managed it pretty well to this point. That if we decide to you know, to play him uh, next week, which we will definitely have that discussion. Um, I think it you know, we would feel good about it. Um, so just because I think he's not going to want to have too long off. You know before you start playing for real.
0: No. there is leafs head coach sheldon keith obviously uh the two big questions he has going forward for for himself there are what are his lines going to look like without michael bunting because again you you heard it there from the leafs head coach he will miss some time now look there's three games left in the regular season obviously he's not playing tomorrow that leaves two games left you know is a week sometime is two weeks sometime is it sometime but he'll be back cuz it's the playoffs it is going to be uh no fun at all to be perfectly honest sitting here waiting and watching for for Michael bunting injury updates because again I don't want to I don't want to get caught in between he is not the most important leaf but he helps the two most important leafs be the best versions of themselves All the time, you know, going back to even when Zach Hyman was here. Oh, which line's the best line? Well, the one that has Hyman on it. And that is not the case with Michael Bunting. But the best version of Austin Matthews we've ever seen. Now, is that 90% because of who Austin Matthews is and what he's turned himself into? And he's played all year with Mitch Marner. Yes, yes, yes. But the third part of what, again, a lot of people, okay, maybe just me, but I think other people out there have been saying is one of, if not the best lines in hockey, you cannot just poo-poo the idea of losing the third cog of that for who knows how long. The good news for the Leafs is they're going to have a handful of games to figure this out. You know, mention Matthews there. Who knows if he'll he'll play tomorrow, given the back-to-back and him just coming back. But I do think that now that you know you don't have Bunting and could potentially be without him for the start of the playoffs, don't you want to know what your top six or top nine is going to look like? And it's pretty hard to figure that out if you don't have Austin Matthews in the fold. So I I would imagine that he will be uh, playing tomorrow when the Leafs visit the Capitals, wrapping that up. Of course, Jack Campbell won't be between the pipes and I can play him on the back to back. I think he gets one more start. It feels to me like it would make all the sense in the world. Last game of the regular season against Boston. Although if you don't want to give a chance to Boston to go in feeling good about himself, maybe you throw Schallgren, uh you know, sorry to the wolves uh, in the, in the final game of the season. And you give Jack one more start uh, when, when the Leafs get the Red Wings on Tuesday, he, he's going to play one more game. It's not going to be tomorrow. I the more I think about it, it makes sense to go Tuesday against Detroit. You give him a nice, long, long stretch of rest heading into the playoffs. Now, of course, the counterside of that is, what if he doesn't want the rest? What if he feels like he needs to play? This is why it's all not a hard, and fact, rules, and this is what you must do. you got to have that conversation uh, with the player. One last thing I wanted to touch on tonight because it drove me insane. The Leafs had a stretch in a minute and a half, and maybe even less than that, that they had three 2-on-1s. And didn't register a shot. Now, this all started with Nylander and Marner with the two-on-one. And Nylander, he looked, like, he, he, he looked like he was Thad Young posting up. He was basically skating backwards to the net. There was no chance he was ever going to take a shot. And then uh, the other two right after that, got to get pucks on net, especially when Bobrovsky's playing the way he did. That just drove me nuts. Uh, last meeting of the season between the Leafs and Panthers. Other thing. Why don't these teams play more often? They're only the two best teams in the division. Why'd we have to wait this long to see all these games? Fun, fun show tonight. Uh, unfortunately for the Leafs, they fall. Three-two is the final on the road in Florida. They do bounce back to pick up a point, but are unable to pick up the second. The big news coming out of tonight's game: Michael Bunting, according to Sheldon Keefe, will miss some time. Austin Matthews is still chasing sixty. He'll try to do that tomorrow when the Leafs are on the road in Washington. We'll have that game for you right here on Sportsnet Five Hundred and Ninety. The fan, thanks so much for listening to Leafs Nation post-game tonight.